Yo, what's up? Let's get it. Another episode of the Nothing Important Podcast with your host, Matt Reyes. Rate, subscribe anywhere you're listening to the podcast. Five stars. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for continuing to listen. It is 4.20 p.m. You're lighting. You know what that means. You know what I'm saying? If you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Every day is 420, you know what I'm saying? It's happy hours somewhere, you know what I'm saying? How's everybody motherfucking doing, man? I'm not high right now, but I wish I was. I wish I was. I wish I was smoking some marijuana. Mary Jane, puffin' on Mary Jane. Listen, man, I sing, I dance, I do it all. What you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do? I'm in a good mood. I hope y'all in a good mood. I hope y'all out there staying positive. If you are smoking on some marijuana, don't let that shit put you in the vortex, man. Don't get down that rabbit hole of negativity and deep introspection and the fucking mental fuckery, the psychological fuck that happens when you talking on the purple, baby. When you smoking on that, that ha 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 Nah, I'm not high. I don't really smoke like that anymore. But I used to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? I was I was I was Chief Keith. You understand what I'm saying? I was that nigga. I used to be a crackhead with the marijuana. <laughs> Damn, man, some good days though. I I wonder how many brain cells I burned in my history of smoking the chiba, of inhaling the yellow smoke of Buddha's breath. Nas boy, it ain't hard to tell. I sell and prevail. The mic is contract. All right, y'all know the song, man. Y'all know the motherfucking song. If you don't know the song, get up, get the fuck off the recording, man. Get the fuck off the podcast. Marijuana is a cool thing, you know what I mean? It's a cool thing if you young and you got a nice young lady, you know what I'm saying? And y'all go out maybe for some drinks. Y'all go out for some drinks. And you know what I'm saying? She get a little horny because y'all drinking tequila. And you go in the, in the bathroom real quick and she suck on your pee-pee head. And you come out and you're like, damn, I'm feeling good. But what can make me feel better? I'm on a nice plane right now, but I'm trying to touch the sky. Kanye West. You smoke a couple, you know what I'm saying? You, you roll up that doobie, you, you know what I'm saying? Like that. I used to smoke a lot. When I was in New York City, I left New York when I was 24 years old. Holla at me, baby. I'm out of here. That's what I said. I went up to all my boys in Harlem. I was like, yo, I'm out of here tonight. I slapped them on their cheeks like a basketball game, you know, and I got out of there. I started, I started driving away and I ended up in Los Angeles. But when I was in New York City, I was smoking a lot, man. I remember this one time, me and my girl, the woman that I'm with right now, unofficially we're married. We have a child together. Uh, in the eyes of the Lord and the eyes of the law. I think after 10 years, it's like common law that you, you know what I'm saying, whatever bread you got is hers too. This country's fucked. But not the point of the story. Me and my girl, when we was a younger version of ourselves, was down in the East Village doing that thing. Very similar to that story I was just telling you. We was out drinking. You know what I'm saying? Some stuff happened. You know what I'm saying? It was a nice day. And we was walking around the East Village party time. East Village is a vibre. That's a vibe, ladies and gentlemen. 
And what happened to me is like out of a fucking hood nigga storybook. It was like Aesop fables for niggas from the projects. It was a fantasy. We was walking and my girl, she got she got good eyes. I'm I'm half near blind and I had neglectful parents, so I stopped wearing glasses a long time ago. Cry for me. Um, but she was walking with me and she saw in the East Village, right before we got to St. Mark Street, somebody dumped a sack. Not they ball sack. <laughs> it's not going to be some weird Reddit, Reddit video description. I'm talking about a sack of marijuana. It looked like a pound of weed on the ground. And they put like like half covering the, the bag was like a, a, a traffic cone. And my girl saw it. I'm like, man, that's not weed. She's like, it's weed. So I don't know what happened. Maybe somebody was a drug deal going wrong. The boys came around the block. Maybe that's how they used to do the handoff. You know, it was creative. Before marijuana got decriminalized, people had creative ways of moving the weed around. Because what you really want is to not have it in your hand. If you get caught by the police, you don't want to have a pound of weed on you. Pre, you know, federal decriminalization. So maybe that's what was going on. I don't give a fuck. It was my lucky motherfucking day. You see a dollar on the street, you picking it up, ladies and gentlemen. You see a pound of fucking weed on the ground in New York City. It's a setup. No, it wasn't a setup. But um, yeah, my girl saw it. We snagged that shit. She put it under her shirt like she was she was a month pregnant. <laughs> we got out of there. And that shit was loud. And I think that was the moment where I really started becoming a chiefer. That's when I really got into smoking marijuana. Because I had that bag. It was supposed to be ours to split. But, you know, I'm a guy, you know, as men do. All women in relationships know this. If you live with a guy and you came home after going out with your girls to brunch and you got, you know, most of your food left and you put it in the fridge, that shit is his. Let's just be honest, ladies and gentlemen. Don't leave him with the food. Don't leave me with the weed. Because I smoked that shit. I smoked the fuck out of that pound of marijuana. I smoked the shit out of it. And I got hooked. And a couple years later, after I developed that addiction for marijuana, what did I do? I wanted to move. And I, where did I move? I moved to the capital, baby. The holy Mecca of tree. The holy Mecca of herb, herbal medicine. If you understand what I'm saying. You know, I don't know why I'm talking to innuendo. I already told you I smoke weed. But um, that's project nigga shit. I'm still paranoid the feds is tapping. Get him. Um, move in. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> We was uh, we was in, in Los Angeles, and that's my first experience with like dispensaries. This is also pre-decriminalization nationwide, but Los Angeles was on the wave. Firstly, as everybody knows, they had the dispensaries. You would go in there. When I first moved there, you needed a med card, but that was like a one, two, three situation. It wasn't really. It was no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It was. You go in there, you'd be like, "Yeah, my my Achilles heel is itchy," and they'd be like, "Oh, you need some weed." And the doctor writes you the script. <laughs> For free. And so we was going around to dispensaries like they was candy shops. You know what I'm saying? And I was smoking all types of weed. If you from New York City like myself or you from the East Coast in general, what you was probably smoking growing up and probably even up until maybe a couple years ago is a very particular strain of weed. And it's called block work. Block work comes in a little bit of variation. Now, you could have some motherfucking sour. If you're in Washington Heights in New York, 
You see the Dominicans on the corner and they're going sour. They're not talking about candies, ladies and gentlemen. They are not talking about an orange that is not yet ripe. They are talking about the green herb. They're talking about the holy incense. That's what the fuck they talking about. If sour will fuck you up. If you get the right sour, that shit will have you on the moon. That shit will have you on the moon playing a ukulele down to the earth, singing a song. You know what I'm saying? You be high as a motherfucker. High. High as a motherfucker. Sour's decent. That's not the only block work, though. If you're not from the block, if you're not from the hood, you're probably going to get something called Reginald. Now, what is Reginald? Is that a nice young man that went to prep school? Nope. Nope. That's Reggie. That's Reggie. That's welfare Reggie. Why do they call it welfare Reggie? I, I had welfare growing up. We had to go wait in a line for them to give us pantry food. They give us this big old block of cheese. Big old block of cheese that fucking constipates you for two years. You know what I'm saying? It's like that old urban myth when you, you swallow gum that that shit stick on your ribs for two years. That cheese actually did that shit. That was welfare cheese. That was government cheese. And so that's what they call that Reggie, like welfare Reggie. It's like the weed is so bad that the government is just giving you the bottom of the bottom barrel. That's what that weed was like. But you smoke that shit. They, they also call it green in the hood. Like, nigga, you smoking green. You know, Harlem got a way to cut your ass for anything. We was all poor and raised by crackheads, but you can't be smoking no weak shit. <laughs> you get your ass cut if you're smoking a weak shit. You know what I mean? That's block work. I was in Los Angeles no longer did I have to partake in the limited options of what I wanted to inhale into my lungs. The sweet, sweet marijuana. And LA had everything. They was on some chemist shit. They was on some botany chemist shit out there. I never experienced. You go into there, it was nice. They got a bad bitch behind the counter. But okay, this is already, you know what I'm saying? It's a little hospitality. I get to look at some titties in the ass, you know what I'm saying? And I got to do that on the law. I'm with my girl. But, um... They got like this big glass counter and then you see through and you see all the different strains of weed. And it's not just like the hood nigga. <laughs> nigga in the hood be like, yo, I got that exotic. And the shit just looked like every other fucking marijuana in New York. This shit got colors. When they say fruity pebbles, you smell that shit, it smell like a bowl of cereal. When they said purple, the shit was motherfucking purple, my nigga. When they said loud, you, you crack open that container, it was like, yo, that shit screaming in your motherfucking face. They shit was official because they was doing all this type of science experiment shit. <laughs> Probably had some cholo in the back, you know what I'm saying? Planting and crossbreeding, cross... I forgot what that shit is called, crossed... Uh, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm not no science teacher. I don't plant plants, baby. But um, yeah, that marijuana in Los Angeles was crazy. And I got lost out that motherfucker. I was going over there like it was a motherfucking addiction. Different dispensaries. I had my spots... You know what I'm saying? If I had five cash, was it Chinese food? Nope. It was the marijuana. And they show love too, man. LA, you go over there, you spend 20 beans, you spend a 20, you get a dub of marijuana. They'll throw in some extra grams and they get your motherfucking ass high before you leave the, the shop. They don't play out there. They got weed in abundance. I hear all these niggas online talking about abundance with, mer with, with uh, manifestation. Nah, that was abundant in Los Angeles. It was abundance. Give you a free pre-roll. And then there was these dirty ass dab fucking. <laughs> you know shit you do a dab on? Uh, a wax dab. Which is basically they concentrate the oil from the THC. And it comes out into this like little 
golden wax. And it's this big hydro pump and you, you smoke out of that shit. And they never clean that shit, but everybody in America, everybody that visited Los Angeles putting their same lips on that same motherfucker. They just had a little alcohol pad. And that shit would light your fucking ass up. It gets you so high, you give them the weed back. You'd be like, no, 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 I, I can't pay for this as well. <laughs> you got me high for a week, my nigga. Take the weed back. That shit was loud, ladies and gentlemen. And I was smoking a lot in Los Angeles. I was getting high, high, high every day. High, high. Hot. Wasn't that a hit, my nigga? That shit fucked up youth. That shit fucked up. Was... <laughs> Styles P, you turned my brother into a weed head at 12, man. Um, but yeah, man, I was smoking and smoking and smoking and um, leaving Los Angeles, coming over to where I live right now. I drove from Los Angeles to Atlanta. I've been in Atlanta for almost two and a half years, about two and a half years. When I was traveling out of Los Angeles, I drove... And I passed by Colorado. And I got to say, Colorado, y'all got it. Your weed is not as sticky. It's a little dry. I understand it's a, you know, it's a, it's a colder climate. You know what I'm saying? You got to grow your shit indoors. I get all that. But their weed is pretty good. Their weed is pretty tasty. And it gets you pretty high. I can't say it's L.A. weed. I can't say that. You know? And then when I, I moved to Atlanta, I just stopped, man. Now I got a baby and I don't smoke no more. So when I see 420 on the clock, a little part of me cries. A little part of my memory bank. The guy that I was says, come on, my nigga, what are you doing? Go cop a little eighth, you know what I'm saying? Cop a little eighth or something, man. Light it. Light it up. Go to the store, get you a Swisher Sweets. That's what I do, baby. Get you a Palmer. That's what I do, baby. Get you a Dutch. You know what I'm saying? I don't smoke no backwoods. I'm not a trendy nigga. I grew up smoking a, the, the, the $1 pack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the $1 cigar, baby. You spend that money on the weed. I don't care where I'm smoking it in. You know what I'm saying? And, and that little, the little guy in me, the little previous me, cries a little bit. But that's okay, man. Times change. People change. Every now and again, I might, I might talk on it. I'll tell you, you know, last thing I'll close on this. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm talking about weed, baby. But I'll, I'll, I'll give you like a little double story. There was uh, two times in my life that I partook in the yellow smoke of Buddha's breath. That I partook in the ganja. I don't want to wait in vain for your love. You know, that Bob Marley, baby. Two times that I partook in the spiritual experience of getting high on my own supply. Um, that I think I got laced. I think I smoked some crack laced. <laughs> I have a witness for the first story. The second story, you, you believe it or not. First story, I was back in New York with my girl. We ran out of that big old pound bag of marijuana and we was a little itchy. So we was like, yo, we just going to drink. We just going to drink. We down at 14th Street Union Square. Shout out to 14th Street Union Square. I, uh, you know, I heard a lot of feelings out there. I broke a lot of hearts out there. I had a lot of good times. 14th Street Union Square, we out there. We drinking, you know, like little kids. We got a little plastic water bottle that we filled up with some, some Bacardi Gold. Not recommended. If you're a younger viewer and you're trying to learn how to drink, don't drink that shit. That is the devil's pee-pee. Um, we drink, we sipping Bacardi Gold straight. So we lit out of our fucking asses. Lit out our asses, wobbling around, 
14th Street Union Square, we, we see this white couple. They had to be like mid-30s at the time. We was young 20s. And they smoking. We smelled it. We smelled it at first. We like two rats around some cheese. You smell that, my nigga? You smell it? You smell it? You smell like that? Hmm. So we saw them. <laughs> we walk up to them. And we're like, yo. Can we do a little barter system? Can we act like we're pirates in the Caribbean and we just boarded land and you a Native American and we bring the rum? You know what I'm saying? We on the boats, we pillaging through the oceans. Can we give you a little sip of this ha-ha and you give us a little toke of the ha-ha-ha-ha? Is that possible? And they looked at us and we should have known. We was too young at the time. They looked at us and laughed and they was like, be my guest. Be my guest. That's what they said to us. And we like, yo, this shit is easy. These white people are stupid. Nope. It's not what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, I took one hit of that marijuana. Let me tell you something. In my entire lifetime experience of smoking a lot of weed, the loud and the heights, that block work that'll get you fucked up, that face melting marijuana in Los Angeles and some of the, the most popular dispensaries, that fucking purple from Colorado. Nothing got me high like this shit. This shit smacked me in my dickhead, bro. I took one hit and my face got hot. And I was like, oh, oh. And I wrote it off. I remember when I was a younger man, I didn't really smoke weed when I was too young, but my brother was a chiefer. And he told me this one story. <laughs> he said to me, he was like, you're going to smoke weed one day. I was like, no, I'm not. He was like, yeah, you're going to smoke weed one day. And I was like, all right, so how's it going to feel when I smoke weed? And he gave me the most like elusive, confusing story. And now I understand that. At the time, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He said, you're going to smoke some weed, and this is how you know you high. You're going to take a hit, you're going to... And you're going to look at the blunt, and you can say, this ain't weed, nigga. <laughs> this ain't weed. And now I understand what the fuck he was talking about. My brother was getting laced. Because goddamn, these white people had me hit that blunt, and I was off my fucking rocker. The drunk went away immediately. I didn't feel like I was high off marijuana. My face got hot and I just started talking fast. And my girl had the same effect. And we walked around the corner. We just left the whole party scene and sat on a stoop in front of a church and talked for five hours. We were just talking about the star systems and constellations, <laughs> Mercury retrograde. We was wilding. And the next day, we was like, yo, what did we smoke last night? <laughs> we took one hit of this motherfucker. We was on a motherfucking moon. That's the first story, ladies and gentlemen. Second story. This is something. This is the believe it or not. I don't even know if I got laced or I was just smoking some of the hardest shit that I ever smoked in my life. To be, to be figured out. I think that's just going in the ether. I'm never going to know. It's a mystery that's going to be untold for the rest of the time. I used to drive Lyft when I was in Los Angeles, when I first moved to Los Angeles. And this was an opportunity to really learn the city of LA, but also interact with the Angelinos, with the Californians to get to see their vibe. I'm a New Yorker. In New York, you're not supposed to look at niggas in the eyes. In California, it's a whole different vibe, man. You talk to niggas, you chill, they all fake, but you know, you fake the conversation with them. I'm driving these two dudes, they're from San Francisco. I had never been to San Francisco at that time. I'm in Southern California. San Francisco is Northern California. They was down to party for the weekend and I'm driving them from their destination back to their hotel. And they, they asked me a question. I'm guessing in California, you know, they know how to read auras or some shit. All them niggas in California got a crystal ball in the closet or something because they read something on me 
that they knew they could ask this question. I wouldn't be like, yo, get out the fucking car. They looked at me and they was like, yo, this nigga's down. And they said to me, young man. I was like, yeah? You mind if we light up in the, in the car? That's what they said to me. You know what I did? I turned around. I was like, do you mind if I hit it too? You know what I'm saying? Open up the sunroof. We started smoking. It was all good. We having a conversation. I'm asking them niggas about San Francisco. I'm telling them about where I'm from. We talking about weed. We, I'm, I'm asking them advice like, what y'all know about LA? You know, where should I go? What's, what's the move? What's the vibe? Yada, yada, yada. A long story short, I dropped them off at their destination. They get out their hotel. They're okay. I get back on the highway. I'm like, I'm going back to Hollywood. I'm about to get me another fare. As soon as I get on that highway, I start feeling a little tingly. I'm like, yeah, this shit was loud. I appreciate it. I got the free tip in the form of ganja. I'm happy. I'm driving on the 405 South going 85 miles per hour with my fucking iPod, my iPhone in the aux. And what song comes up? Passion Fruit by Drake. I'm a nigga from the projects, man. I've been through some real traumas in my life. I appreciate the musical stylings of Drake. Do I relate to his sensitivities? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I've been through some shit that make me look at that nigga and be like, yo, you nice. But you a little soft. I'm going 85 on the highway. I'm, I'm speeding. 85. You know what I'm saying? I hit 90. I'm driving. Going straight down the highway. I'm just thinking about money. You know what I'm saying? And then the lyrics start. And I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly what this man said. He said, uh, passionate from miles away. Passive with the things you say. And I start fucking crying. I was like, why passionate from miles away? Passive with the things you say. I start crying. I'm driving. I'm crying. I'm like, man, he is heartbroken. He loves this girl and she's far from him. But they still have passion no matter what he's dipping and dodging. He's on tour. But they passive. You know what I'm saying? It started bringing other songs. I'm like, Footsteps in the Dark. And then I was like, why the fuck am I crying? And I realized, them niggas laced the fuck out of me. I called my girl with the panic attack. I was like, yo, I'm on a four or five crying. And that was a fight waiting to happen. You know what I'm saying? She's like, why do, you a fucking idiot. Why are you picking up fucking weed from random niggas? Like, <laughs> yeah, man. That's why I don't smoke weed no more. Because um, it's a lifestyle that's great when you're a young person and you forest gumping through life. When you just... Taking every opportunity that's in front of you, you taking in the world. I'm a little bit more experienced now, and I realize that that would slow me down in what I'm doing. I got a child. I don't want to be that guy that's going outside to hit the blunt and coming in and looking at my daughter. And, you know what I'm saying? When like, people get high, there's always that stereotype. You look at your hand, and you be like, damn, I got five fingers. I'm going to look at my daughter and be like, damn, you using my nuts. <laughs> I shot you out of my dickhead, and now you're here. I don't want to do all that. So I, I stay away from the marijuana. Um, that being said, shout out to 4.20 p.m. What time is it right now? Oh, I've been doing this shit for 23 minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be a podcast. This is just a silly little episode. We ain't talking about nothing important. That's the name of the podcast. If you haven't already, please follow on Spotify, on Apple Podcast. Give me five stars. Give me five stars. Show me some love. If you extra nice, if you got goodness in your heart, if you want some good karma, then go right under that five star and write me a little review. Say, this was dope. I appreciate it. 
You're doing well. Keep going. Give me some words of encouragement. Pass that positivity and I will continue passing that positivity back to you. For anybody who has some grace in their heart and they want this podcast to grow and they want me to make more podcasts and they want merchandise, hit that donations link. Give with love. Ladies and gentlemen, till next time.